0: That's irishtimes.com forward slash events. I hope we see lots of you there. Order. You're listening to the Irish Times Inside Politics podcast. Welcome to the Irish Times Inside Politics podcast. I'm Pat Leahy, sitting in for Hugh Linehan this week, who has taken his scripted perfection to its annual midterm holiday at the mar lago Resort in Florida. I'm joined by our political correspondent, Fia Kelly, and by Fine Gael TD, John Paul Phelan, a supporter, I think it's fair to say, of Leo Varadkar. In a little while, we'll be joined by his party colleague, Junior Minister Damien English, a supporter of Simon Coveney. Well, it's been a tumultuous two weeks in Irish politics, and especially for the largest government party. Controversy over the treatment of Garda whistleblower Maurice McCabe morphed into a full-scale political crisis the government has voted to set up a tribunal into allegations that sergeant mccabe has been the victim of a smear campaign a week ago today leo varadkar arose at the fine gael parliamentary party and said that the party needed to prepare for an election he was followed by simon coveney together their interventions constituted a sort of polite political regicide that has opened the door to a leadership contest in Fine Gael. Tonight, the Taoiseach will outline his intentions to the Fine Gael Parliamentary Party. But you you're writing this morning that he will be general rather than specific in his comments to the party tonight.
1: Well, that's the indications uh, were last night and this morning even that he won't give a specific timeline. He won't say, I will depart on March 25th or 22nd or whatever it may be. He will more likely say, let's deal with this issue or this issue will be dealt with upon my return from Washington DC or whatever part of the United States he will be in at the conclusion of his trip there. Uh, he will say that this issue will be dealt with then. And I think the language he uses tonight will be crucial. A lot of people will be seeing if the language is firm enough that they can take it from what he said, that he will step down as party leader when he comes back. So I think a couple of people who were contemplating tabling a motion of no confidence in the Taoiseach yesterday said that they, or last night said, they need to hear a phrase like conclusively, definitively. That would be the signal to them that, yeah, I'm stepping down and I'll do
0: so in a couple of weeks' time. John Paul, would, in your view, would a declaration that Enda Kenny will leave after he returns from or will begin the process of departure after he returns from Washington, would that be sufficient, in your view, for your colleagues and would it be sufficient for you?
2: Um, it would, actually. I I, I think it would be sufficient for colleagues. I think Fike is kind of right in what he has said, actually quite right in what he said. I mean, everything depends on, on what's said, and we're speculating. We're all speculating. I mean, I've heard so many different versions of stories and rumours this morning and yesterday and what's going to be said. Like, nobody knows. It's always been a thing about him and the Kenny. Um, there were always a few people over the years who might have been close enough to know what he was going to say on a particular issue, there really isn't now, and I mean, we're talking in a vacuum in a sense because we really don't know what, what he's going to say and how, we, how it'll be said.
0: Uh, I, I saw your uh, colleague Jim Daly <clears throat> on Primetime uh, on RT television last night, and to paraphrase his comments, I think he, he was suggesting, I think, that the Fine Gael Parliamentary Party doesn't want to come after Enda Kenny and force him out of uh, office. Uh, At the same time, the subtext, it seemed to me, suggested that if it had to, it would. Is that
2: accord with your view of things? Well, I don't think there's any appetite at any level of Fine Gael Parliamentary Party or membership that there would be... Like, Fine Gael has been associated, you know this well yourself, over the years with some pretty intense struggles on matters of leadership over the course of my entire life, nearly. Um... And uh, nobody really wants to see that type of situation happen. Um, and even people who would have been um, critical of Enda Kenny over the years, um, I've been struck by the fact that people wanted to give, genuinely wanted to give, you know, a bit of space over the weekend for him to think about things and the future and the leadership question and to come back today and, you know, make a clear statement on on where things are going. Um I was surprised, actually, and I can't obviously name names when you talk to colleagues in corridors as both of you gentlemen (laughs) (laughs) make make your livelihood (laughs) from from such conversations. Honourable endeavors. Yeah, well, it is and important for the the public. Um, But, uh, you know, some of the people expressing urgency on the matter would have been those that you would least likely expect. And some of the people expressing the view that he should you know, to calm down a bit and give a bit of space would be also some of the most, the ones that you wouldn't expect that point of view to be coming from. So, look, we'll know an awful lot more in however many hours it is until the meeting takes place.
0: But what about, what, what about this <coughs> subtext of... Uh, what about this subtext of what I'm talking about yeah. that uh, if he does <coughs> not indicate a firm intention, whatever about the specifics of the timing of it, do you think that there is the, uh, the will to come after him, to put down a motion of no confidence and to win it within the parliamentary party.
2: Well, nobody knows the answer to the question about win it. Um, that's just uh, numbers on the day. But I mean, I, I, th- that will happen. I mean, that's the stated position of I have no hand act part in this particular argument. I still bear the stigmata of what happened seven years ago um, and I decided not to get involved at all. But I know from talking to colleagues that motions and things like that would would follow, as Fíac said, mm. if if things aren't pretty clear following tonight's meeting. And that's just the situation we're in. And I thought Jim Daly's comment last night about the genie being out of the bottle. I mean, this all arose in a. I don't know who the interview was with or where where the comments were made. But when Enda, Kenny spoke before the last general election to say that he wouldn't be leading Fine Gael into the into the 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 the, the, the next general election that's coming, whenever it is coming, last week it's clear you guys were around Leinster House um, that we came pretty close to a situation where a general election could happen and actually many people would say, looking from the outside, that when, as matters developed on Tuesday, uh, you know, a general election could have happened if the Fianna Fáil position had to have changed when uh, different stories did change on Tuesday. Um, so there's obviously a view amongst politicians inside in Leinster House that an election, and it's not just a government thing, that an election could happen at any point and therefore... You know, the call last week by I think everybody who spoke at the parliamentary party meeting in what was a very cordial kind of meeting was that we have to prepare for a general election because it could just be, you know, the next major issue that arises that provokes that election.
0: And we're joined on the line now by Minister of State Damien English. Damien, thanks for joining us. We were talking to John Paul there about his expectations for the parliamentary party meeting tonight. What do you expect the Taoiseach to say?
3: Well, I expect the teacher to outline his views on this. Um, I certainly trust him to, to, and trust his budget to make the right decisions on this over the time ahead. Um, look, I think last week and then the last couple of weeks, people realised that an election can happen at any stage. Uh, although we're doing our best in government and working hard, that is always the the, 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 the option that an election can happen. So this is about uh, putting a process in place so that we are ready for the changes. The teacher has said, he doesn't intend to leave the game for the next election. So we have to deal with that process in some sort of manner. And the teachers, I think, will address this tonight. And um, we might not have all our answers tonight. So we'll move to work on that over the, over the time ahead.
0: Um my colleague, Fiac, who's here with us, was reporting this morning that the Taoiseach's indications tonight are likely to be general rather than specific, that he will evince an intention to step down or to begin the process of stepping down once he returns from Washington, but won't give specific dates. Do you think that he needs to assure the party that you know, he will be, he will have departed within a specified number of weeks, whether that be 6 or 8 or 12 or whatever?
3: I think Fika's right. I think it will be a kind of a general conversation, and A general outline. Um, and I, I don't think we're going to get dates or specifics. I don't think we can. I don't think we'll be able to do that. Uh, I think that he'll be asking us tonight uh, to trust the judgement. Uh, and that's something that I, that I certainly will be willing to do. I've spoke with him and my others around this as well over the last few weeks and before. This is, you know, this is this was going to have to happen at some stage. Uh, I think the teacher has uh, probably well worked out in his own head because this is a, a conversation that's going on for a year and sometimes some time there has to be an orderly transition. And the teacher will probably give his views on that tonight. I don't think we'll get dates or times or timelines or weeks or days. Um, I know some would like that. I think the majority uh, will, will probably be okay with the teacher setting out generally what, 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 his, what his plans are on this.
0: There's a view in the party that the Simon Coveney camp with which i suppose you would be most closely associated favor a longer view a longer transition a longer contest is that fair
3: well i think what look i think what we all favor uh no matter, no matter who intend who we all intend to, to support in the time ahead and correctly yes i mean i always said that i'd be supporting time of COVID when that time arises and we're having a contest uh, we're not there yet we're not having a contest yet um, ah, but we're on, I, I though, think, aren't we? I think, it's, I think it's, it's. 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 Or it, it, you know, the, the view here will be that I think we'll all agree that this is handled in a professional manner, that we do our business, because we still have to do, every day we all have jobs, John Powell has a job, I have a job, Simon, Leo, Francis, we all have a work to do as well, uh, as ministers and as TDs, and, and to make sure, we, and check by the committees so that we get our job done too. So we have to find a professional way of doing our business and handling that, and that's, about this, that's, that's what tonight's about, and the weeks ahead, is actually finding that, the right way to do this, and to do it in a, in, a, in a professional manner, but also in a business-like manner too.
1: But Damien, didn't your man effectively put a timeline on all this on Sunday when he said that he expected the Taoiseach to address these matters after St Patrick's Day?
3: I think no. I think nobody has actually put a timeline on this. I think uh, what, what Simon Colby said, and others said as well, that you know, we and Simon very clearly said that he trusts the Taoiseach to, to handle this, and that's what he said. Uh-huh. And it's and that he does trust him to outline it, his intentions, you know, on the return from his visit to Washington. It might not happen tonight, but that's what Simon has said. And no one, I think nobody, of any any side or any issue, uh, or position when the party has put a a date on this or a timeline. I think even... But
0: nonetheless, Damien, there is an understanding that this can't go on forever. And as Feek says, it was Simon Coveney that spoke about 12 weeks.
3: Again, nobody has actually put a timeline on this. And I think what's happened here is I think there's, there's some confusion out there that this is to do with the issues that happened in government last week, uh, and it's, it's not to do with any specific issue. It is it, 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 what happened last week is everybody realizes and it was confirmed again for us all that an election, at any stage, can happen. Uh, we all hope that it doesn't because I think the country wants the government to continue doing its work. So we hope elections is not not close by. yet but there is that inevitability that's going to happen. So yes, we, you know this is something we have to do and we have to have this conversation. this both of figure out a way to do it, and that's that's what it's about. And I think. Yeah, we're all waiting to see what the teacher, what his view on this is, and it's something that I'm sure he's, he is, um certainly uh, been working out for himself over the last year, because he knows at some he's the one he was the one that said he wouldn't leave Finlay into the next election. So I think at this stage we have to wait and see uh, what the teacher will set out this season. I think it, it will become clearer after that.
0: John Paul, Damien correctly spoke uh, a moment ago about us all having our jobs to do. He has his job to do, you have yours to do. Myself and Felix's job is uh, figuring <laughs> out what the, uh, what the state of play is uh, on, on with Fine Gael TDs at the moment. What is your insider's assessment of the disposition of forces amongst the parliamentary party at the moment?
2: Sure, it's... I suppose I've been over this course so many times in the past and asked that question about other issues. Um, It is all kind of idle speculation. It is the type of thing that particular types of politicians like me who are into numbers and a bit kind of geeky at the best of times um, like to kind of think about from time to time. But um, what's obvious on the face of it um, to the outside world, and I I particularly, uh, Fiyak would be aware of this, you were aware of it too, Pat, that Another leading political party in the Oireachtas, uh, some of its members recently had a list of the Fine Gael Parliamentary Party and went through what they perceived just from public comment and their own knowledge and friendships where the votes would lie. And I saw that list over the weekend it was given to me by a, a journalist. And um, it wouldn't bear much resemblance to what I would perceive from my side, but again, like, who's who's right and who's but the, the, wrong? The, this like.
1: perception over recent months that because mm. Leo Varadkar had done the pizza and beer circuit that he was running away with in the parliamentary party, that's not true, really, is it? It's tighter than people would have uh, assessed it even two months ago.
2: <laughs> I was. I don't know that Leo Varadkar eats a lot of pizza or drinks a lot of beer either. He's always in the bloody gym, as far as I can nearly see. Um uh, should be a, more time spent with the members rather than doing, <laughs> as far as you're concerned <laughs> he spends a lot of time with members um, look at uh, I think that there, there was a perception that you know um, a lot of people in the parliamentary party were leaning towards Leo when the issue wasn't focused on people's you know minds as to what um, when the matter would arise um, and this is this contest is completely up in the air still you know in terms of numbers and uh, you know Even talking about it here now, I mean, I'm not just going to get into that space because the old cliche is the vacancy hasn't arisen. Pat's question is very an obvious one to ask that, you know, the contest is kind of underway. But to speculate upon numbers and names, each individual, and you know this better than anyone, what a politician actually says on the air and what they actually do. Uh, can often be two very different things. So, well, I mean,
0: we appreciate your commendable <laughs> candour and not answering our questions. Uh, and this, uh, Damien, uh, I'm, I'm sure you probably don't want to get into this either, but sure, let's get into it for a moment.
3: <laughs> I couldn't possibly <laughs> ma- match John's ability to dodge the question. <laughs> that's, 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 that's rather what I was
0: hoping. Oh. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I think it's fair to say that there would be a perception around, and it's been reflected in much of the coverage since uh, the weekend, that um, th- that the, the previous perception that Leo Varadkar was well ahead, albeit in an unformed leadership race and albeit based on speculation, but that perception was out there nonetheless. And that that has been corrected, I think, in, uh, in recent days with suggestions that, in fact, the, uh, the, the headcount looks a lot more even than it might previously have uh, been expected to.
3: Well, first of all, Pat, I think, uh, as John Paul said, it, there, there is no contest yet, and this process hasn't started. Uh, and, you know, we don't know when it'll start, but I think there's no question about it that there's a lot uh, to play for here. There's no clear front runner. Uh Thankfully, in Fina Gael, we have a lot of top assets when it comes to running the leadership, and we're going to have probably four or five potentially good candidates. Uh, and, and out of that, it's going to come a, a winner. I think it's very close. Uh, I don't think anybody can call it. And I think you're absolutely right in what you're saying. There might be been no a perception, but that's all about the perception, because there was no actual real conversation around it. But I think uh, there, there is no... I would read it as there's potentially a couple of candidates there are very close to each other. Uh, and, and, you know, we know that both Simon and Leo intend to run. Others might intend to run as well. Uh, but out of that, there, there's a lot of work to be done. A lot of members in Fine Gael, if you look around them, uh, as PDs, senators, councillors, members throughout the country... Um, have not have not made up their mind here yet, so this is going to be you know that we we will need the twenty one days whenever this happens for people to make a decision and make their make up their mind
2: John Paul all to play for yeah yeah well I, I agree with that I mean we're going to engage in a completely new process for any of the, the the large political parties in Ireland that the membership and the councillors as well as the parliamentary party will all have a role in electing a leader, which is a fantastic opportunity for Finnegal as far as i'm concerned. I mean the only thing that we have of a concrete nature in relation to Numbers and things was the RT ring around yesterday, which was interesting in that a huge number of people either didn't respond or didn't indicate in a in a private capacity. And I think it was seventeen to nine. Was the was the def- people who actually nailed their colours in that anonymous kind of poll? That to Leo seventeen to nine to Leo was the figure. Um, that is the only kind of concrete one that's been done. But I mean, Damien's point is right. The, the, we're speculating now about even time frames and when, when the actual flag is going to be raised on the official uh, yeah, campaign. Yeah, look,
0: let's, let's, let's all be frank and speak amongst ourselves here, you know, while the race hasn't formally been called yet.
2: It's on. Well, oh, that, it. But you know this better than anyone. When Inda Kenny was elected Fine Gael leader, myself and Timmy were... Well, he was actually in the parliamentary party in 2002. I became a member about a week or two later when the Senate election happened. But immediately...
3: You both got, about people, twelve pe- <laughs>
2: people in your positions, and you, you were there. Um, we're talking about who you know who's the next likely leader would be, and a lot of those people, some of them maybe aren't members of the Oroctus anymore. Um, you know, so things change. There's always speculation in in about who the next leader of a political party, and particularly when that political party is the leading party in government, who that person is going to be. So there's the race is always on. In that sense, I'm talking about the actual official you know, when, when the vacancy arises, which is a cliche in itself, but I mean, that's the reality. i just kind of intrigued, you know, we, you, you, you
1: spoke, touched there, John Paul, on this new process of, of electing a Finnegade leader. Now, the Labour Party had a very lengthy <laughs> discussion with itself a couple of years ago about electing a leader. Mm. This is going to be a slightly tighter process, but it's still really new for one of the larger parties, mm. uh, Fianna Fáil and Finnegade. I think Fianna Fáil have similar rules, but it hasn't been tested before. So it's not just the case of going into a room on an evening, and Wednesday evening in Leicester House and having a vote and that's it. Both... Damien, speaking to you now as well, both of your guys, put it that way, are going to have to get out and sell themselves and sell a message about why they would be the best person to be Finnegan leader and Taoiseach. And again, Pat says, let's be frank, you guys have been talking about this for a while. The contest is now unofficially on. If it's not on, so what are your guys going to say but, when, but the, right. when, the, when the flag actually drops about why they should be leader? Go for you, Damien, but, but,
3: first. But, if you're right. I mean, what's going to turn out of this, and, and John Paul quoted one poll, Like, there's loads of different figures in different polls, and you hear one day that Simon Colby's head, the next, the next day it's Leo, and now it's Richard Bruton, or it's Francis. It's varying different days. So there is no... Mm. You'll only get the figures in this when it actually starts and when all the candidates declare. And I think there'll probably have mm. uh, potentially three or four candidates when it, when it goes to a vote. But the good part of this, and you've just touched on there, there is actually going to be a campaign and we're going to be around the country, all of us, uh, you know, in, in different ways. They're going to have at least a 21 day campaign out there. Uh, a good discussion, and a good opportunity to, to discuss the future of Fine Gael and where we're going as a party and what we want to achieve, what we want to achieve for the country. I presume that's what the candidates will have to do uh, and set out their ambitions for this country, for the so party. What are Simon's what we want to achieve ambitions well. for the
1: country and the party? Well, I
3: mean, Simon, Simon has, has, I mean, he sets out his views very clearly on, on numerous occasions. But again, you know, that's for, that's for when the time is right. But I know, and that's why I would supporting Simon. I, I know what he's thinking and what his views are. I'm involved with him in the are in 20, 2040 process. But again, we have all our candidates have, have a lot to offer and we'll have a 21-day process that our membership and we've over 20,000 members. will will judge this and pick the best uh, the best leader of the best candidate. And like we'll, we'll, we all have our individual preferences. And that's, that's what that's about. But the process, when it starts, then we know exactly who's running and we can get down to the nitty gritty But I actually think it's going to be a great opportunity to discuss politics and how politics can work for this country.
0: John Paul, what's your man's pitch?
3: Oh look! At, I mean, there's
2: Leo Varadkar, His opinions on matters are pretty regularly on your pages and on pages of other publications as well as on TV. Now why, I Leo? Mean, why do people, you think he'd make a good leader? No, well, I mean, because you're <laughs> I look do. at I, I. I know the two of them for a similar length of time, and I would regard I know Damien for virtually the same length of time too. Um, and I'm friends with, with three. <laughs> um, and there are other people, as Damien rightly pointed out, who may or may not be candidates. I mean, there isn't anyone really in the room for Fine Gael that I wouldn't regard as a friend. Um, uh, my, uh, you know, to engage in speculation as to what my, well, it's not speculation, me giving my opinion as to Wiley over, I just think he's the outstanding politician of of the moment in Ireland. Uh, he's the one that everybody talks about. You know, he has that X factor that doesn't exist on any of the benches in any of the opposition parties as well. And the most interesting thing, this is a real colonel and I was at a, a big event in my constituency over the weekend and a man made this point to me, an elderly finnegan man, man, um, that he, he was just, <laughs> he was saying that, um, I suppose politics has changed a lot in the last few years and um, people's perceptions of what um, makes a leader has changed in the, over the last number of years and the fact that Leo Varadkar has always had that kind of ability to say what he thinks is, you know, and the the correct position as he sees it um, uh, is his greatest strength. Yeah,
0: this this, it, it is certainly a campaigning strength in that, and you know, there was some research done for the Irish Times before the last election which bore this out, which is almost that the public think that Leo isn't really a politician. At all. But that's got a fairly limited time span, hasn't it? I mean, if he does become Taoiseach, won't it become obvious to people that actually he is a politician?
2: Well, I mean, he is a politician. <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, the fact that I don't believe that anyone thinks, I would completely disagree with the premise of the question. I mean, everybody knows Leo Varadkar Rad- is a politician. Ah, but, but it's they, just, they,
0: they think no, he's not like other politicians.
2: Yeah, they do. And he's not like other politicians. And that's the, I mean, you've probably crystallized in my own mind why, why, I would, why I would vote for him. I mean, there's nothing, there are several people, as Damien rightly points out, who would actually make it, more in, than in Fine Gael than in any other party, who would be able to do the job of leader. But it's that X factor thing. And the other thing that, I, this came up at that discussion that I had over the weekend as well. When I see the array of political opponents, when I see the array of commentators in the media who come from a particular political background, and all of them, express concerns or doubts that Leo wouldn't, you know, he'll, he could bring down the government or cause an election. When all of the opponents of Fine Gael don't want someone to be the leader of Fine Gael, you know that he is the only one that they have a genuine fear of. Um, and that kind of is an obvious indication to the members, I think, that I've spoken to, that D- this is the guy we should pick. Damon, Damon, how do you?
0: Sorry, Figue, I think we're probably going to ask the same question. How, how do you counteract, uh, how does Simon Coveney counteract Leo Varadkar's X Factor?
3: Well, again, we have to we have to be important. stress. We you know, tonight at the DB meeting, we're just discussing how 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 change might happen in in the in the, in the future. And then the county is a teacher, there's a lot to do there. I think We all just need to act, just to remember that. So then, it's whenever that that time changes, and then the will, you know, we trust him for that. Was a time of that? So when when we have this contest, what the Simon got to, what will Simon brings to the table, I think. Everyone knows, and the reason I would support Simon is because he takes his politics very seriously. I mean, he, he approaches this very seriously and is always trying to, in our department, is make an impact and get the job done. So I think he'll have a proven ability to show that his, his strong work ethic in my department has brought success, has brought change. He's took on the biggest challenge we have now in government. His priority, number one, is to tackle the housing crisis, has put in place a a plan to make that happen, has won the resources to do that, and again, will make that impact that is required to solve it. And that's what Simon will bring to the table is that as a a leader of the the party, leader of the country in the future, that he can, you know, he can bring this country to to the next level and continue the recovery we've started, which now, in my view, has to have a social recovery as well. And that's something that Simon will be very, very strongly in. But it's that, it's that, serious approach to making politics work, to working with people. He had a very important role, and everyone recognises this, in making this government, uh, informating this government in the first place, and then making it work and, get, and to continue to work on that as well. So he has a major role in that, and a proven track record in getting the job done. And that's what Simon will be about. And look, at, the, at, at, at when the campaign starts, all the different candidates will have their chance to sit out their start. But Simon has a, a very strong, side-by-side. I've worked on closely for a long number of years, but it's about actually you know, what can we achieve with politics and what does the country need us to achieve? And that's
1: why I think Simon is the best man to make that happen. Can I just uh, ask you first, I mean, to pick up on that point, and John Paul as well. The, the reality is uh, we're halfway, nearly halfway through a confidence supply deal that was supposed to last for three budgets. That's an open question, whether it will or not.
2: We're not even a third of them We're not right even a third of them. Well, yeah, yeah. well, <laughs>
1: actually, sorry, excuse me, we're not, I'm getting way ahead of myself. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, <laughs> but the, the reality is um, we're going to be facing into a general election sometime in the next two years, probably, uh, maybe slightly longer. So the leader that Fine Gael will choose in the next in the coming weeks will be a leader of opposition, quite possibly, quite a strong possibility as well. Do you think, Damien, that Simon will be more suited to the long slog of opposition than Leo, perhaps?
3: Well, uh, to be to be very clear, today, spent many years in opposition, uh, and same with John Paul. There came in too, and um, I think nearly ten years later we were, were involved in forming government. Uh, I believe Fine Gale are uh, a party of government. We do better at government, and that's what we want to be. And the country here, you say an election in the next two years, if you talk to anybody out there, they don't really want an election. They want a government mm. that can work and deliver. And we're doing that now, working with independents, working with the support of Fianna Fáil, trying to deliver across a range of areas. And that's, that's what we, that's the agenda here, is that we would continue doing that as a government for as long as we possibly can. Yes, the current agreement uh, is up to the end of two thousand and what is it, eighteen or nineteen? But it's a, it's a nearly a three a three budget agreement. But we can go beyond that if we all do our job properly, and I've no doubt that that's what we want to do with Fianna Gale. And then we intend uh, to be in a position to be in the next government as well, because we believe that's where we, we can best contribute to our society. And that's I do think. And again, we've, we've loved the candidates, and Andy Kennedy's doing a, still there doing a great job. So whenever that change comes, uh, I believe. That, and that's why I believe strong, Simon's strongest position would be that he can make that happen and continue that journey. But I don't buy into this that we're going to be in opposition. That's not where I, I, I certainly, I'm sure John Paul is the same as me. Mm. You know, we want to be able to contribute to policy in the best way, and that is leading decision making. And uh, that's you know, that's, that's the best. And I, trust me, I've spent the good for ten years in opposition. Uh, I've been chairpersons and junior ministers. So on, you're better off what you can is to be in government because you can achieve more for people and. I don't understand these politicians who, who, are, who are happy to be in opposition and just sit in the corner and we've allowed them the door at the moment and I think we're better off with people, people who are, have ambition for the country and that's what I think Simon Covey will have and I'm sure others will have as well for our party
2: Final word John Paul Yeah well um, the, the, the question about you know electing a leader who who might be a leader of the opposition. It could that, be. It's,
1: it's a prospect you can't discuss. But of course,
2: this is politics. Um, but, but I don't think that there'll be anyone going into the room to pick somebody who will lead Fine Gael in opposition. We have to pick the person who we best think uh, can lead the government for however long more it lasts and lead Fine Gael to win the next general election. And I mean, was it, was it Clareburn and Amorak and all, you know, Red Sea? They, um, they've all done polls on the Fine Gael leadership and to varying different levels. They're all very clear that in terms of appealing to uh, the middle ground voter in Ireland that Leo Varadkar is head and shoulders ahead of any other possible candidate Um, and that is all the more reason but we have, Damien is right, like we have uh, to elect somebody who will lead this government for as long as it lasts and lead Fine Gael to win the next general election and there is only one name in all of the surveys that have been done who, who, who is the obvious front runner in that regard. Well thank you
0: all very much for your thoughts on this contest that has not yet uh, begun. No doubt it's a subject that we will return to many times over uh, the coming weeks. Um, my thanks to John Paul feeling to Damien English and to our own Fia Kelly. I'm Pat Leahy, and thank you for listening to the Irish Times Politics Podcast.